You're listening to WEHC 90.7 FM, and this is Art Speaks, a program presented by the William King Museum of Art. I am Lakin Bridges, Director of Higher Education, and I will be the host for today's episode. For those of you who are unfamiliar, WKMA is an art and culture museum in Abingdon, Virginia. You can learn more about everything that we do at williamkingmuseum.org. Today I'm talking to Kobe Ratliff. Kobe was the first participant in New Visions, an emerging artist program in Art Lab at William King Museum. Hi, Kobe. How are you today? And for our listeners, the uh, unique sounds you just heard are coming from a very interesting musical instrument that Kobe has created, and you'll be hearing more about that uh, in just a few minutes. So for uh, our listeners, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, your interests, where you're from? Well, I'm an artist, a musician, sometimes an educator, but also I'm just a general connoisseur of the arts. It's central to how I navigate and understand the world. Great answer. And are you based in Abingdon or Washington County? Where are you located? I am actually located in Castlewood. Kobe, can you tell us a little bit about the media that you prefer to work in and what you enjoy about it? Well, I like working with what's accessible. I have a background in hobby electronics and uh, electronics by its nature seems to suggest things like sound and light. So that's an area of interest. Um, also, I'm a fan of recycling and uh, using what's at hand. I frequent uh, charity shops and whatnot through different materials. Wholesale is something I'm interested in lately as well. It's great that you can work with recycled materials. It's really important to be mindful of those types of things as a creative maker, uh, especially these days. Absolutely. What's, what I find really interesting about the way that you work is kind of mixed media or cross media in ways that are um, have not traditionally been labeled as art. You know, like you work with audio and you work with electronics. And in the past, right. we've described your art as art engineering or art art audio engineering. So how did you get into that? Was this always an interest for you? Well, yeah, in one way or another, I would say. I started becoming interested in electronics at a young age simply because it was uh, accessible. It was something I could do cheaply. It seemed to have a lot of potential. So to elaborate on that a little bit, I'm really self-taught. I learned from working with the old transistor radios, cassette recorders, and also from Radio Shack manuals and copying circuits and learning through trial and error what worked and what did. That's really the best way to learn through trial and error. And uh, we learn so much through our failures. So um, self-taught is sometimes one of the best ways to go at something. Absolutely. So... Kobe, I'm curious, do you remember one of your earliest projects that you created working with sound or with radio? And can you describe it to us? And was it, was it a success or, or was it a, more of a learning experience? It was both, maybe a partial success. Uh, I had a fondness for cassette decks as a kid. Of course, they were readily available because it wasn't of my generation. Uh, one thing I really liked to do that started... Um, turning me toward an interest in sound and synthesis was uh, recording cartoons onto a cassette deck and then uh, touching the circuit board to cause shifts in pitch. And you, know, you could um, derive 
like a variety of things. So Kobe, can you um, can you tell me a little bit about one of your first projects working um, between uh, art and sound and using technology, radio waves or uh, electronics? Was this a project that you found really successful or were your earliest projects more, more of a failure or learning from failure? Tell us a little bit about those early early years of working in this way. Well, I'd say they were both. Uh, I copied a lot of circuits from, um, from Radio Shack manuals, of course, as a kid, tone generators and whatnot. And I learned a lot from that. But one thing I was particularly fond of as a kid was, uh, was cassette decks. They were readily available at thrift stores, given that they weren't necessarily for my generation. Rather easy to work with. I remember I would record cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons on the cassette tape and would uh, touch the circuit board to cause different fluctuations in pitch. And you could get a variety of weird and interesting sounds out of doing that. So, Kobe, would you say in your work using electronics and repurposing old electronics, do you tend to be more of a tools and process person or does concept... Uh, and theory about uh, these products and how they work or their history come into play? Do you tend to be more of a process or a concept person as a maker? Well, it really depends on the uh, specific project and piece. Often things do begin as a concept floating around in my head or in a notebook, but things also emerge from the, uh, from the process sometimes. In a way, it's more special because it's almost like a discovery. Oh, yes, definitely. I, I can understand how um, you'd be working with both process and concept. And um, you, so often you can't have one without the other. Uh, and so often they influence each other. Uh, so uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, you were uh, our first New Visions emerging artist. Um, I uh, <laughs> I just happened to have you in a class. Uh, it was a, I think it was a, an assemblage workshop right. or assemblage. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I was really interested in what you were creating and how you were thinking about materials and uh, asked you to apply to, to new visions. Boldly brought in <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. You did. I remember that you brought in some pieces to, to show me how you use sound and art, and uh, and I was really excited to, to see more. So I asked you to apply um, for the New Visions program. So let's see, you were uh, the pilot, the summer pilot uh, program, and you came in in summer of, um, of last year, and you worked with us for several months on a variety of different projects, and then... That uh, research time culminated in uh, an exhibit. So can you tell us a little bit more about your experiences in Art Lab in this program and um, what you worked on last this past summer for this research in, that you're doing with objects and sound? Yeah, well, um, Art Lab really enabled me to um, exhibit and showcase a variety of uh, my talents and interests. Specifically, my, um, my exhibit uh, consisted of pieces that I had been working on previously, and I just hadn't really had a, a proper demographic to, um, to test them against, to see what stuck. 
want to jive well with the public eye. I, I noticed uh, you got to connect with other artists, some of our studio artists here while you were working with us at Art Lab. I did. It was also a great networking opportunity. Invaluable. Yeah, it was It was great to see you, the way that you work with sound and objects, to see you engage with our other studio artist, uh, Laura Blankenship, and the drum circle that she hosts, and uh, how you all work with acoustics. Absolutely. I definitely feed from community. Crucial for, um, for creative practice is to have a network, to have people that inspire you you can sound ideas off of. Absolutely. There's there's nothing, I think, more enriching and uh, engaging than being with a creative people who inspire and challenge you. Well, art is uh, fundamentally uh, about communication. It's essentially social. Absolutely. I completely agree. So I recall with the work you were doing last summer, mm-hmm. you were building uh, contact microphones and there were some other uh, other elements that you were showing specifically when you had your work on exhibit in Art Lab. Can you talk a little bit about how you went about constructing this work and sourcing materials and the feedback you received from um, visitors and uh, peers that came to see your work? At the start, I would say I like set a boundary with myself, what materials I wanted to work with. And, you know, I also had this uh, great opportunity to, um, to access the materials here. And, Get help and insight from peers. So this piece is um, pretty fundamental stuff. Like I said earlier on, uh, electronics in a way seems to suggest uh, sound because you're working with things like uh, oscillators or a tone generator, filters, and uh, these are all fundamental characteristics of sound. You mentioned the contact microphone. Interestingly enough, that's a, it's a naturally occurring material. I'm at the heart of that, uh, piezoelectric properties of um, certain minerals and stones. That's really interesting that you mentioned contact microphones being part of a naturally occurring process. What do you mean by that? Well, it's based on the piezoelectricity. So basically, uh, certain things occur, quartz crystal, where, for instance, um, they have this interesting property um, in the way that they're formed that they can convert mechanical energy into electrical signals. So if you were to connect a piece of quartz to an oscilloscope and strike it, you would actually see a peak there where a voltage would be produced. So you can amplify that. And as we know, sound is basically vibration traveling through something. Um, You can use the surfaces, the source to produce your sound. Wow, that's fascinating. And this is a reminder, you're listening to WEHC 90.7 FM, and this is Art Speaks. We're here with Kobe Ratliff, who is a artist, an educator, and who works with a variety of media, particularly in the field of sound. Kobe was a New Visions artist with us at William Key Museum in Art Lab last year. Now, Kobe... I mentioned that you're an educator as well as an artist, and you have taught a really interesting workshop with us recently called Miniature Color Organ. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that workshop was and what students were creating with you in that workshop? Yes, that was great fun. So, uh, Color Organ was a way of visualizing your music before we had software to do that. They were popularized by... um, Radio Shack has a nice little accessory for your stereo. 
basically took music, divided it into separate frequencies that would correspond to your drums or your bass or your lead guitar. And um, it would flash corresponding colored lights to that. So um, my workshop that we were talking about earlier, this, uh, this idea and concept of recycling materials so started when I, by chance, figured out how to build a miniature version of a color organ inside of an Altoids mint tin. Simple little transistor-based circuit, and uh, people were fond of it, and uh, the class went great. And so, unfortunately, I didn't get to take this class, but I, I was working and did get to see it, it taking place in the classroom. And for our listeners, this this uh, object that Kobe is describing is so much fun. It, it's the completed... Um, the completed piece is something that you can plug into your phones or your uh, iPods, MP3 players. <laughs> and uh, I'm demonstrating my age here, an elder millennial mentioning uh, MP3 players. But you can um, plug this into your device that plays music. And like he said, this this flashes to the beat of the music. So it is, it's almost like a, a miniature light show in your pocket that you can take with you wherever you go. Straight for miniature parties, excellent. <laughs> and uh, it was really well received. You had uh, um, all ages uh, in, this, in this workshop. And um, even got to, the students even got to learn how to solder, is that right? Yes, and that's probably the most valuable skill that they walked away with. That's really exciting. Your, uh, your work here at Art Lab uh, has come to a close, but you're still quite a quite a good friend of the museum and of Art Lab, and we love seeing you uh, here when you come to visit. And uh, here with me today, you have a new project that you uh, have been pursuing. It's actually an instrument that I assembled uh, exclusively for this. Oh, I didn't realize that. So very excited to um, to learn more about this instrument that you've built, especially for uh, this interview. And um, for our listeners who cannot see this, this is a a beautiful wooden box. This is a is this a cigar box? It is it's a Churchill lights. Box. So this is a Churchill lights box that has been modified. It's a it's a very peculiar looking modification um, with some little uh, buttons on on the surface, the Those top of the box. There are upholstery <laughs> tags. Okay, so we're looking at this um, this wooden cigar box. It is a Churchill lights cigar box. And it has been modified with some holes uh, in the top of the box, as well as a variety um, of upholstery tacks that have been placed into this box. And uh, I'm, I'm very intrigued by this box and would like to know more about what you what, what this creation is that you've brought here today. It's a uh, crackadoo or a crackle box. It was designed by um, uh, Michelle Weisman. Polish designer, I believe. It was inspired after an out-of-body experience he had as a child, creating weird sounds by touching the circuit board of his father's shortwave receiver. So the exciting thing about this is that you become part of the instrument uh, by touching this and creating short circuits. You're creating little feedback passageways that uh, result in all these sirening and motorboating sounds. Oh, this is this is so interesting. I have to ask you, Kobe, can you play this for us so we can hear what this box sounds like? Well, I can try. So tell us, before you, before you uh, play this and activate 
this mm -hmm. box. Is this, you called this a crackle box? A crackle box or a crackadoo. Or crackadoo. According okay. to Wikipedia. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, crackadoo. Uh, so this box that you've constructed, you are about to place your hands or your fingers over these tacks okay. that are that are placed in the box. Uh -huh. And inside this box, you have wired them to a microphone. Not a microphone, but an operational amplifier, um, a little amplifier chip. That's in here along with a handful of uh, transistors. Excellent. So an amplifier. And this is going to respond. Does this respond to the pressure that you're placing on these? Or is it, it would, responding? The harder that you push down, the, um, the greater resistance that you're actually causing in between these points. So it's not just based in touch, but in the pressure of the touch as well. That's right. So um, different people would sound different when you're playing this. It's, uh, it's based on your skin resistance. Fascinating. All right. I'm going to step back and let you play this. Cracker box. Awesome. I have to warn you, I'm not classically trained at playing a cracker box. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm definitely going to be photographing this box that you've constructed and taking some video. When this episode airs, you will be able to find a video of Kobe playing this box on our Instagram, which is art, A-R-T underscore lab, L-A-B underscore W-K-M-A. And you can find that uh, video on our Instagram page for Art Lab. This is super exciting. Um, I could I could play with this uh, box indefinitely. There seems to be a. It has the charm about it. It sure. it definitely does have that charm. It it's playful most certainly, and it seems that the sound combinations are endless. For sure, um, I could definitely say that it's probably more enjoyable to play than to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and if you've just tuned in to, uh, to this episode, those peculiar alien noises. The radio is not broken. <laughs> That's right. These peculiar uh, alien noises you may have just heard were coming from a crackle box constructed by Kobe Ratliff, who's our New Visions artist from last year. And a uh, very interesting box that you can learn more about on our Instagram for Art Lab. Kobe, I know you like to stay busy. You are always creating something or researching something new every time I see you. Um, tell me, what kind of creative projects uh, and endeavors do you have coming up on the horizon? Yes, well, um, my practice is always morphing and growing. At the moment, I am taking a step back to explore the design practices of different cultures. I'm taking a look at primitive artwork and design um, from Japan and Africa. Uh, also, um, I'm planning to start doing some live shows soon, so look out for me around town. I'll be playing experimental electronic music, and a, um, a sound release is hopefully coming up soon, uh, mostly field recording work, and uh, some work I'm doing based on electromagnetic fields, these uh, 
mysterious fields that are all around us, and I want to uh, bring them to your ears in an interesting way. Oh, do we get any other uh, teaser information about these uh, electromagnetic field processes that you're working with? Well, I'll say the one thing I'm working with is called BLF, very low frequency radio. So I'm recording natural emissions from weather phenomenon around the world, and I'm trying to make this into an interesting sonic and audio experience. That's all I'll say for now. <laughs> I'm very intrigued. I, I await with anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Kobe, uh, where can our listeners find more about you or follow what you're doing? The best place to get in touch with me would be my Instagram at uh, K underscore Monad. And that's K underscore M-O-N-A-D, correct? That's right. All right. And uh, Kobe is, of course, also going to be featured on our Art Lab Instagram, which is art underscore lab underscore W-K-M-A. And uh, he is featured on our Instagram with his very unique crackle box, along with our other studio artists and a variety of other features and information on that Instagram page. Kobe, thank you so much for being here today. I've had a super time. And for those of our listeners who are interested in learning more about the New Visions program, again, that is an emerging artist residency program here at WKMA, uh, you can give me, Lake and Bridges, a call at 276-628-5005, extension 109, or you can email me at lbridges, that is L-B-R-I-D-G-E-S, at wkmuseum.org. And you can learn more about the New Visions program and how to apply. Thank you again, Kobe. I've so enjoyed listening to this unique musical performance for today. <laughs>